Hello, my name is Sanli Faez and you are listening to the news chat on the road to open science. This podcast is an initiative of the Utrecht Young Academy with the support of the open science community Utrecht. Okay, we are starting our fourth episode of the Road to Open Science news chat. Uh, it can be five if we count that special interview with Mika. And with me in this room are Anita Irland and Jeroen Bosman. Jeroen Bosman is a familiar voice on the news chat. And Anita, we have heard before when we talked about the Open Science Community Utrecht. Anita is one of the founders of the Open Science Community in Utrecht. Jeroen and Anita, why don't we start with our jamboree of the Open Science News. So yesterday um, we learned that the University of California, which is the largest university system in, in the U.S., uh, has cancelled its subscription to all Elsevier journals. They have been negotiating that for a long time and they couldn't agree on it because of the requirements they had for open access and, and, and the price, of course. Um, so that will have an impact and will also probably make it easier for others to do sort of the same. Anita. Yeah, there's some exciting news with respect to open science communities. In addition to Utrecht, uh, we now also have uh, open science communities in Leiden, Nijmegen, Eindhoven and Tilburg. And yesterday, Amsterdam also announced that they start their open uh, their own open science community and Rotterdam will follow next month. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, there's more and ev- even, even hotter than the other one. It- came out just one hour ago. It's a new report by Clarivate, which is the company that produces Web of Science and the impact factors and and that kind of stuff. And they produced a report called The Plan S Footprint Implications for the Scholarly Publishing Landscape, in which they analyze all kinds of data on open access from all kinds of uh, European funders, which is very important for assessing the impact that Plan S may have. So that, that's available online now, and we'll put it in the notes. Yeah, on February 14th, uh, Dans organized the Love to Share Data event in The Hague. It was an event on uh, research data management, uh, data archiving, and uh, data reuse. Have you been there? Yes, I've been there. Uh, we represented our uh, open science community, and there were others as well. It was a very nice and very uh, broad uh, event. Um, with, pe- with representatives from uh, all different kind of research areas. Finally, I've got some news about the uh, project of Dutch universities called You Share, We Take Care. And that's a project in which the universities are looking at making publications open access based on recent changes in the Dutch copyright law. Uh, that's the so-called Taverne Amendment, which makes it legal for anyone in the Netherlands, producing short works of uh, of science to share that after a reasonable uh, period of time. And the universities are now taking that as being six months. So they are looking for people that want to share all their, uh, 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 ideally all their uh, publications, older than six months, just through the repositories. And that is what, whatever arrangement you have with a publisher, it is legal by Dutch law. So they are doing that as a kind of uh, a project for the coming six months. So that means that if you have published something in the past and you have transferred the copyright to a publisher, uh, you can still claim it back and say, oh, this is my text and I publish it because I'm the author. And this holds also even if you are just partially the writer of the text. Am I right? 
Yes, that holds for any author that is uh, employed by a Dutch university um, at this moment, even if you are just one of the co-authors. Yes. So which means that now I can actually, anybody who has written something, some book, can actually use the text, for example, in teaching or open it up for, for the whole public, right, without any legal precautions. Yes, but it's important to note that this holds only for what they call short works of science. So it's not for full books, monographs, um, but it is for journal articles, for um, book chapters in edited volumes, um, for proceedings and things like that. Thank you very much. That's very useful. Okay, and that was our short news items for today. And now we can actually dive deep. And maybe we can start by having an update from the open science community Utrecht, which I've heard more and more people call the OSCU. Can you tell us more about that, uh, Anita? Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of things happened uh, since last year. Um, we launched the open science community in June, I think, last year. And as of today, we have 140 members representing six different faculties, uh, including um, the library. Well, that's another faculty. So in addition to the six faculties, we have uh, representatives from the library. Uh, recently, we, uh, we opened membership for students as well. So before it was only uh, faculty and uh, graduate students, um, but now students uh, can become a member as well. And what we did so far is that we uh, we organized uh, three workshops. There was one, the first one was on uh, Plan S and open access publishing. Then we had one workshop on data management and uh, our latest workshop was on working with the open science framework. And there are, uh, are three more workshops that we planned for uh, the remaining of the year. So the first one will be in March, the beginning of March, uh, will be about how you or how your career can actually benefit from conducting uh, or from open science practices. Um, and then we will have a very important one in May. Uh, uh, that one will be about uh, the Utrecht University Open Science Program and will be hosted by Frank Miedema. So that will be a very important um, workshop or meeting uh, in which people can actually provide feedback on the Open Science Program and can ask questions about this program, what it entails for them. Um, uh, and Frank Miedema will be there to uh, answer all of your questions. So that will be a very important one. And then uh, our final workshop of this year will be on uh, pre-registration and that will also be the celebration of one year of OSCU. And how has been the reception by the community, by the members of the workshops that you organize? I think most workshop shops attract uh, between 20 to 30 uh, people. Uh, some people attend every workshop but there's also a lot of uh, variation and um, yeah so far I think the reactions were very positive. Uh, I think we could use uh, more people to, to attend the, the workshops. And that's something that we will work on this year to um, make sure that more people know that we exist, uh, that, that they know what we do and how they can actually benefit from it. And do the members also organize things together or have there been a synergetic activity because of OSCO started between the members? 
that you know of? Not that I know of, but that is something that we really want to um, uh, encourage. So we really want to encourage the the community feeling, uh, and and also we want to uh, our members to become more active themselves. So to um, uh, get in contact with each other uh, and and organize uh, small hackathons or or workshops themselves, um, so that. Being part of uh, the open science community actually is a benef- is beneficial to you. What has been your take uh, on the OSCO? You are a member, uh, Jeroen. Uh, what have you seen happening in the past six months? I've seen it. I've seen it grow, and I uh, very much like the sort of strategic approach of the of Anita and, and the founders of OSCU in, in that they are not only looking at Utrecht, but we r- really want to sort of see this grow in other in other universities as well. They have a have a model for the website and the organization, and and that that is that is very positive. Um, but I do indeed would like to get each individual member more. Uh, active, so that they are not only consuming workshops, etc., but also adding their own knowledge and questions and coming coming together a little bit more. Perhaps that happens behind the screens. We don't know. That that might be very good. We don't have to know everything, um, but it but it's growing and it takes time. And and but I'm quite positive about it. Yes, and it's expanding nationally quite rapidly. Right? There are now four, five. I lost the counting, uh, new uh, communities. I saw that there was a first meeting of the community in Eindhoven and they were all over Twitter uh, putting the news. Have you seen that? Yeah, I saw this morning. Uh, I didn't have time to uh, to check Twitter uh, yesterday. So I saw it this morning and it, it looked amazing. Uh, I, I saw that they had a lot of uh, speakers. Uh, I think they uh, um, had a lot of, they did. They did a lot of outreach. So they uh, they announced the event very well. Uh, they tweeted live uh, throughout the event. Um, so it's it's really nice to see other universities picking up on this, starting their own communities, and being successful. How do the communities share their experience with each other? Is there a confederation somewhere or? Uh, we do have uh, one uh, Slack channel for communication. Uh, so every um, open science community has their own channel but we also have channels together uh, and we share one uh, open science project page uh, which is for the open science communities in the Netherlands and uh, on that page every own open science community has its own project page and that's where we share um, information with respect to the workshops that we gave so the slides for example so that they can be reused by other open science communities uh, whenever they want to uh, host that's on the open science framework or not? Yeah, it's yeah. on the open science framework and it's open to everyone. Okay, so uh, Slack users of the world, go check Open Science Community Utrecht on Slack. <laughs> okay, what's next uh, on the news? I heard that the open science platform in Utrecht University have started its activities. Is it officially starting or is it just preparing still? Uh, <laughs> I, I think that Everything they do is official <laughs> because they are the platform of the Open Science Program. Can you give a background for the people who don't yes. know the platform? 
Yes, well, perhaps first about the, the program. The program is was a three-year, but is now a four-year program, 2018 to 2021, in which the university invests in open science policies and practices and really embedding that in everything that the university does on open access, open data, on rewards and incentives, on outreach and engagement, on open source, etc. Uh, investing quite a lot of money in it over num- over this number of years, over two million. So that that's substantial. And the the governance of this program is uh, it's actually led by this open science platform in which there is currently one representative of each faculty or perhaps you should better say representative of a discipline. So they are not so much speaking for the faculty but for their discipline. And that's headed by Frank Miedema again. We already heard his name before. Um, he ended his, his term as uh, as dean at the um, uh, um, medicine uh, faculty, and he ended his term in the board of the Utrecht University uh, Hospital, uh, so the medical center. Um, and he started actually today. I saw him this morning. He he started his job as the leader of the Open Science Platform. And knowing his energy, he will be very active and and also really I hope start communicating officially about the platform. The platform has already uh, um, uh, met, and they have been talking a lot already about, for instance, the very important subject of uh, of rewards and incentives and how to find alternatives for. Um, um, for evaluating based on impact factors and age index stuff and things like that. Um, So they are making serious business of it. Um, But we are indeed waiting now for the official sort of communication coming out of it. And behind the screens, a lot of things are are happening. Um, But I hope we will have more open communication soon to really uh, also engage all um, all the people doing just the research and, and teaching in Utrecht University. Is there a timetable of the opening of uh, opening the platform, or would it stay uh, like this for for a while? No, I haven't seen a timetable, but um, just knowing uh, Frank Miedema and knowing that he he started this morning, actually, I think he will make sure that very soon there is some some sort of official information um, on the website, and and there's it's it's not entirely clear whether that will be the website that we have right now so open science uh, sites.uu.nl or that it will be in a different place we don't know that yet but it will be soon i'm sure and there was a work group who was working on uh, the program uh, is that work group continuing its work uh, as part of the platform um for the platform the recruitment for that has been done by frank Miedema together with uh, Anja Schmidt. Anja Schmidt is the director of the library. Um, so they have been looking at people from the main faculties um, and also asking us, simply asking the boards of those faculties if they could name people. Um, so right now there are seven people. Perhaps there, there will be more, I don't know. Um, and I, I don't know, many people have just been asked as, as a person. Um, and as I said before, they are not there really to represent their faculties, but to represent a discipline. Um, probably they, they, they will also have a task really in communicating about the platform. So they are sort of the spokespersons of the platform and of the program. And they will probably take up their role also to communicate within their own faculties. 
Anita, what have you heard of the platform? Well, um, basically the same as uh, Jeroen just uh, told us, but I, I just wonder whether the representatives uh, are all full professors. Was it a requirement or? Um, I don't know. I've seen some names. I don't know all of them. Um, I think there are quite a lot of professors, yes. Um, but I'm not sure if, if they are, if all of them are professors. I, th I think also somewhere over the over the next week or the week after, we will f see the, f the the full list of people on the platform somewhere on the, on the, on the website of the Open Science Program, um, with their affiliations and 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 roles that they have. Um, but I'm not sure. I, I'm I'm thinking. Right now, the names. No, no, not yet. Um, I I've seen one from the geoscience faculty that 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 I'm working for, but. Um, even that, it, it's all not of official. So, but but I, I I think that there will be information that very soon. So, what's the ambition of the platform that has been stated? Well, I I, I very much hope that the ambition of the platform is to sort of communicate about program to try to engage researchers with the goals in the program and see who can take up which role. Uh, and also really sort of to execute the program. Some of the things in the program are very much just uh, ordinary work and, and uh, very, very technical, providing things for, 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 for data archiving, etc. But some of the other things are really much more uh, complicated and looking into, into the culture, for instance, of evaluation. Um, so it's, it's, a, it's a mixed bag. And I think the people in the platform realize that and realize the difficulty of some of it. Um, and also uh, very surely realize that they can't do that on their own. So they have to uh, engage with people all across the uh, university and not only the researchers, but also other kinds of support stuff. So people from, uh, for instance, the um, Studium Generale or um, the people in the legal office, because Open Science does have a lot of legal aspects as well. So it, this is really going through all sections or, uh, or uh, parts of Utrecht University. Okay. Um, Anita. Yeah, no, I just wanted to say that I was really happy to see that OSCU was officially part of the Open Science Programme. So it was actually explicitly mentioned on the final page of the, of the programme. Yes, uh, I'm very happy about that as well. Uh, is Plan S also on their table now? Well, Plan S is not so much on the table of Utrecht University specifically, although, of course, uh, all institutions are looking at, at Plan S and looking at how to prepare and whether to prepare and what it will mean for them, for their organization and for their researchers. So um, uh, librarians very much are looking into that. Um, but currently, Plan S is in the consultation phase. Um, I think there have been some 600 organizations and individuals that have provided feedback to Coalition S. So they are now looking into that, and they will also release all that feedback with a CC0 license, which is nice, so people can analyze that. That will take another few months, I guess, because it re it's really a lot that they have to, uh, have to digest. Um, and then there will be an updated version of Plan S, so um, some requirements will perhaps uh, will perhaps change. Um, but in the Netherlands, it's important, for instance, that the VS New has provided feedback. They want to make it a little bit more lenient on the on the period uh, in which so-called hybrid journals have to have to change. 
and the um, the Royal Oak Academy has provided feedback. So there's a lot of things to look into, um, but it's important that the coalition already has said that the main principles of the plan will stay the same. It's only it's not the what, but it's the how that that will probably change to some extent. So you have been uh, monitoring open access and open science activities in general at Utrecht University already for a while. Uh, has there been a shift in the mood or change in the amount of engagement by the researchers since the time we have the announcement of Plan S that you have mentioned? Oh yes, certainly. Um, um, Plan S has was a sort of wake-up call for everybody. And that's also because it's not... Uh, open access used to be a, a kind of add-on, a kind of afterthought for people, um, um, that they realize, okay, yes, I've published this and I can also put it in the repository, etc. Um, but now they really... Plan S calls on them not to do something extra, but to do something different. And that is why it's really a wake-up call, because people suddenly realize that this will really affect them. And they sort of cannot avoid it, especially if they are funded by uh, by NWO or ERC or, or uh, Horizon 2020 or Horizon Europe uh, um, that, that follows Horizon 2020. So people are very much engaged, but also, of course, worried. And they, they, they especially a lot of people do see the bigger picture now because it, it very much relates to what you are being evaluated on. That's based on where we where we publish, how much we publish, how much we are cited, etc. Um, and this all relates to each other. And in that context, it's very important that um, the Dutch VSNU and NWO and also the Academy have decided to uh, have a national meeting on May the 23rd on all aspects of moving towards a more fair evaluation system not based on uh, on these simple metrics these open science changes are all so big and 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 uh, multifaceted and i just a call on everybody listening to to this uh, to this news chat to uh, share your uncertainty share your ideas share your knowledge um, this should not be something that is being trickled down from the top down to to researchers it should be uh, trickling up from from researchers and 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 we very much understand that that we are sort of inventing the wheel while we are driving um, but we know we have to drive and we know the direction it's just making sure that these wheels uh, are, are fit to to carry us in that direction um, and for that we we just need everybody to uh, to, to share their ideas and, and also their uncertainties because we know this is all sort of exciting and a and, um, little bit um, well difficult at times but also uh, very nice to, to engage in.